What's up, guys? You got me again today. Cloud with you here. We're continuing on through chapter 2 of 1 Thessalonians. We're reading verses 9 through 12. Now, if you go back and check out yesterday's episode, we were talking about how in this chapter, Paul's writing to the Thessalonians, um, restating his authority and, and talking about some of the things he wants to engage with by pulling out his record. In, in other words, he's talking about his own leadership and uh, in a specific context to Thessalonians. But of course, we said we can apply that to our lives as well. And we say that if you're a Christian who has influence, then you're a Christian leader. You don't have to be a pastor or paid vocational ministry for this to apply. And so we're continuing along here in chapter two to look at some of those true biblical Christian leadership traits. And so let's just go ahead and read it and see it for itself. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We work night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you, and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his kingdom and glory. And so again, there's so many different qualities which we can extrapolate and apply to our lives. There's a bunch. So first, here in verse 9, we can say that leaders, you know, true biblical Christian leaders in the community who have influence in your sphere, uh, you know, to share the gospel with a neighbor or whatever it is, co-worker, Whatever, true leaders, which you are, serve or work for their people and not the other way around, right? And so we don't demand things from people and then, oh, I'll preach the gospel to you. You know, we, we first and foremost see ourselves as servants to the people that we're trying to reach. And so we see this in verse 9. Paul says, for you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. They're working, right? They're working hard. We work night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim the gospel of God. And so they're first and foremost seeing the sharing of the gospel, the living out of the gospel as an opportunity to serve and not be a burden upon others. And so true biblical Christian leaders serve and work for their people and not the other way around. Then number two, leaders aren't perfect, but have nothing to hide. And we see this in verse 10. Your witnesses... And God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. And so leaders aren't perfect, but they have nothing to hide. When it says righteous and blameless, that's obviously not talking about sinlessness. We're never sinless this side of eternity. Even as Christians, we continue to sin. We have this flesh and we're at war with sin. And so we're not perfect inherently, right? Inherently, we still sin. But we also have a, a positional righteousness, or you could say an imputed righteousness that has been given to us, that's placed on us. That's how God sees us. It's perfect. Um, we're not talking about that particular theology, but we are righteous and blameless because of Jesus on the cross. God sees us as perfect as Jesus because he lived the life that we couldn't, and now we trade places with him. And so in that sense, we are perfect, we are righteous, we are blameless, uh, but now on this side of heaven, we don't, we obviously don't live that way perfectly because, you know, we still sin. And so, yes, leaders aren't sinless, right? We still sin, uh, all of us, 
we're not perfect, but we also have nothing to hide. And so that doesn't mean you're going to do things perfectly, but you're on the correct trajectory, going in the right direction, making strides. God is going to transform his people once they're saved. And so true leaders are on that spectrum. They're going that direction. They're being sanctified through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so leaders aren't perfect, but they've got nothing to hide. And then I got this quote from a commentary by Mark Howell. He said, you will only be as authentic with your people in public as you are in your relationship with God in private. That's a huge way to apply this because, you know, we're not all perfect. We all got stuff going on, but are we earnestly seeking God in private? And unless we're doing that, you're not going to reach people in public. Uh, or whoever it is that you're leading or trying to influence, it's just not going to match up. And so the first thing to do is to, as Brady calls it, get close and clean, get close to God and, and, you know, clean. Jesus cleans us, but continue to be transformed by him and his word. And so that's the second thing. Third thing, this is the hardest for me personally. Leaders are available. Leaders are available. And I'm getting this from verse 11 and 12. Paul says, for you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you to be encouraged and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And so Paul is saying, like, we are encouraging you, charging you to walk in a manner worthy of God. You can't go around telling people like, hey, you're a sinner. You need to do better. You need to get right. You know, read the Bible, all, all the things that we're trying to influence and then miss verse 11. For you know how, comma, like a father with his children. Now, I don't have literal kids, but I do know that what this verse is talking about is being available, or, or, or in other words, let people get close to you. And so, quote, like a father with his children, not having kids, I, I do understand one thing, that like a father with his children isn't speaking like about uh, an aloof father or someone who's detached or unavailable emotionally. And so that that's what this is talking about. Leaders are available. In other words, leaders let people get close to you, right? We're not aloof. We're not detached. We're not unavailable emotionally. And so maybe you're like me, you struggle with certain things. Maybe new vision just feels really big to you. You've been burned by a relationship in the past, certain people grade on you, or you'd rather just be comfortable and melt away into the crowds this should challenge you as a Christian who is called to have influence in the lives of the people around him, like a father with his children, right? That applies at the minimum that applies to letting your neighbor borrow your torque wrench, right? Or when you pull in, not closing the garage door right away. When you get home, taking a second to listen to that person who needs to share something, being nice to your cashier, your barista, whatever, right? That's at the minimum how that applies, you know, like a father with his children, obviously (laughs) there's more to it than just those things. Uh, And so we need to be growing more and more in those, obviously. And so today we've seen true biblical Christian leaders serve their people. They aren't perfect, but they have nothing to hide and that they are available. They let people get close to them. So I hope this has been encouragement slash challenge for y'all today. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you on the next episode.